Hello, friends. As we approach another week, uh, in light of last week's Senate vote on voting rights, I keep hearing uh, people say, and I keep reading columns that say voting rights are dead. Well, that's dead wrong. If voting rights are dead, American democracy is dead. And if American democracy is dead, the entire project that began imperfectly, to be sure, in 1776, and has been a beacon for the world, is over. I am not going to accept that, and neither will you. Our two major parties are now irredeemably divided on the issue of democracy. Democrats are now the party of democracy, if there was any doubt about that before. Republicans, who should have been willing to at least engage in last week's debate, are not and they should not be allowed to pretend otherwise. There are two glaring exceptions. Kirsten Sinema is now the most prominent Democrat to oppose democracy, and Liz Cheney, the most prominent Republican to seek to protect it. On Saturday, the Arizona Democratic Party Executive Committee censured Sinema for her vote last week in opposition to changing filibuster rules to pass voting rights bills. The censure has no practical effect, but it does deliver a strong message of condemnation and reflects the will of the party's most active and loyal members. That same day, the Wyoming Republican State Central Committee held a straw poll of party activists in which Harriet Hagman, the Trump-endorsed challenger to Liz Cheney, won by a substantial margin. The secret ballot awarded Hagman 59 votes and Cheney 6. Here again, no practical effect, but a strong message. The vote comes eight months before Wyoming's GOP primary. The two positions, for and against democracy, obviously are not morally equivalent. Democracy is this nation's core moral principle. Every American who cares about this core moral principle well, now has got to recommit to the arduous task of protecting it from the growing forces seeking to destroy it. This means fighting voter suppression and election subversion with whatever tools are at hand. How do we do this? Well, here's my list. One, keep pressure on the 50 Republicans and two Democrats who blocked Senate action last week. Cinema and Manchin should face pro-democracy primary challengers. Every Republican senator should be held accountable as well. If you live in one of their states, make sure you attend town meetings to voice your outrage and organize voters against their re-election. Number two, the Justice Department should announce that it will use every tool in its legal arsenal, including the Civil Rights Act of 1964 and the 14th Amendment to the Constitution to enforce equal voting rights. Congress should increase funding for this work. Make your voice heard on this as well. Number three, Democrats in Congress must now seek to pass whatever pieces of the Freedom to Vote and John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act they possibly can. Uh, incidentally, this is important. The Senate can avoid the filibuster through the use of the reconciliation process on any issue that touches on the funding for easier voting access. Number four, 
Reforming the 1887 Electoral Count Act is no substitute for voting rights, but it's still necessary in order to block states from politicizing election boards and strengthen federal penalties against intimidating voters and election officials. Number five, Biden should fully implement his March executive order calling on all federal agencies to help citizens register and vote. Also by executive order, Biden should make Election Day a federal holiday for government employees and encourage state holidays. Number seven, if you live in a state with a Republican legislature, you need to do everything possible to block further voter suppression and subversion. Where applicable, use the referendum process to undo some of the damage that has been done. Number eight, fighting voter suppression in this fall's midterm election also calls for a voting registration drive analogous to the 1964 Freedom Summer in Mississippi, which I've recently written about on these pages, focused on several states, Georgia, Florida, Arizona, Texas, Wisconsin, and North Carolina. All have key races coming up. All people in these states deserve the right and have the right to vote. Number nine. We must keep the pressure on the Justice Department to indict Donald Trump and his co-conspirators for their roles in the January 6th attack on the Capitol and their corresponding roles in attempting to sabotage the 2020 election. This would include recent revelations about false slates of electors in seven swing states and an executive order prepared for Trump that would have directed the Secretary of Defense to seize voting machines. Tenth and finally, but not least, we must support the work of the House's January 6th committee, which brings me back to Liz Cheney. Her role as vice chair of that committee is critical to demonstrating the legitimacy of that inquiry. I've never agreed with her policy choices on specific issues. Her overall voting record has been far to the right. But on the crucial overriding issue of protecting our democracy, she is a hero, and she deserves our abiding thanks and support. Other ideas? Welcome.